Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. And after some big losses there at 710, we'll talk live with J.J. Green. Red-painted vandalism left at the Washington Monument. I'm Luke Lukert. A judge could decide whether guns should be allowed on Metro. I'm Neil Augenstein. Good morning and welcome in. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. A critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin has a warning. Alexei Navalny spoke from a prison cell in Moscow this morning and says the Kremlin's latest move to mobilize troops will lead to enormous tragedies. Here's CBS's Kimmy McCormick. This partial mobilization will call up 300,000 Russian troops with combat experience. It comes just after Russia's lower house of parliament voted to toughen laws against desertion or surrendering. Russia is not only suffering heavy casualties in Ukraine, but also poor morale among soldiers and growing dissatisfaction with the war at home. And all of this comes ahead of President Biden's big speech today at the U.N. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan previews Mr. Biden's speech. Among other things, he'll offer a firm rebuke of Russia's unjust war in Ukraine and make a call to the world to continue to stand against the naked aggression that we've seen these past several months. The president will also urge Iran to return to talks on a new nuclear deal, but Sullivan says he doesn't expect any breakthroughs in New York. Later today, the Federal Reserve is expected to raise its key interest rate again. CBS is Jill Schlesinger. Most economists believe we will get a three quarters of one percentage point increase. But there have been whispers, especially after that hot inflation report, that we could get up to one percent. Of course, these hikes being driven by high inflation. Hurricane Fiona is now being blamed for at least four deaths in the Caribbean, and she is only getting stronger. WCBS meteorologist Craig Allen. Hurricane Fiona, as expected, has intensified over the warm Atlantic waters and is now a Category 4 storm. That means maximum sustained winds are running at around 130 miles per hour. Some gusts over 140 are possible as the storm continues to stay over those open waters. Some migrants are now suing Florida's governor for tricking them into flying to Martha's Vineyard. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker says they've been moved to more comfortable housing now at a military base in Cape Cod. This is a big step up from what they had in the vineyard where everybody was basically in a church which was incredibly gracious, but I think had two bathrooms and one shower. They have a lot more privacy where they it are It was now. the best of times. It was the worst of times. Spotify now officially in the audiobook biz. The music streaming service just launched a store with more than 300,000 titles. But even if you're a premium member, you'll still have to pay for each book you listen to. The new service will directly compare Pete with Amazon's Audible. Market futures are up this morning. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. 703 on this last day of summer. It's Wednesday, September 21st. It'll be sunny and hot today in our high temps near 88. Good morning.
morning. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. It's estimated that more than 9,400 migrants have been bussed into D.C. from Texas and Arizona in recent months. Now the D.C. Council approved a plan that will help them get everything from places to stay to legal services. When it comes to getting migrants the services they need, according to Councilmember Brianne Nadeau. It's our responsibility as a sanctuary city. The council voted to approve Mayor Muriel Bowser's public emergency declaration, which will give her the ability to use $10 million to establish an office on migrant services. Bowser, in a statement, thanked the council for approving the measure, saying it will allow the city to support individuals and families during what she called a humanitarian crisis. The council did vote down an amendment aimed at, among other things, ensuring that children are not kept in congregate settings. Many members say they want to talk about that more down the road. Some also criticize the federal government for not helping the city more with this. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The D.C. Council took a big step toward making it illegal to turn right on red at most intersections. That council voted unanimously on a preliminary vote yesterday, and if it passes a final vote next month, the law will take effect in 2025, and it is widely expected to pass. Once enacted, there'll be a $150 fine for turning right on a red light. The new legislation would allow people riding bicycles and scooters to treat stop signs as a yield sign as well. A man is in custody this morning after splattering red paint on the Washington Monument last night. streak of red paint goes up about eight feet. The man who police say vandalized it was arrested by U.S. Park Police at around 8 p.m. And right now, here at the Washington Monument, the base is closed off with yellow do not cross tape. And it may take a while to clean up. The National Park Service says it could take two to three weeks for the paint to completely wash off because the marble is so porous. National Park Service conservators will take charge in restoring the monument, and the base may remain closed off as that happens. On the National Mall, Luke Luger, WTOP News. You can see the damage done to the monument at WTOP.com. New charges filed in the breach of the U.S. Capitol January 6th of last year. A Virginia man, Joseph Brody of Springfield, has been charged in a criminal complaint with several felony offenses, including assaulting a law enforcement officer. And he was also charged with two misdemeanors. Four others from Pennsylvania, Florida, New York, and Hailthorpe, Maryland face misdemeanor charges as well. Court documents say that all five communicated with one another in advance of the attack and eventually entered the Capitol as a group. In the months since January 6th, more than 870 people have been arrested in nearly all 50 states. Months after the Supreme Court substantially changed the legal standards prohibiting guns in public, the district is arguing they should still be banned on Metro. The argument comes from D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine in a lawsuit filed by four gun owners. They say while bans at schools, government buildings, and stadiums are likely constitutional, they should be allowed to carry a concealed weapon on public public transportation. But Racine says Metro is a sensitive place with train and bus riders, including government workers and children riding to school. In tight spaces, Racine calls the risk of a gun being accidentally or hastily fired tragically high. The plaintiffs are asking a federal judge to rule in their favor before trial. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. 
Keep it here on WTLP. Russia has ordered up more troops for its war in Ukraine. And we'll talk with uh, WTLP national security correspondent J.J. Green about what it all means next. It's 7.07. A glamorous evening awaits. September 24th at the Kennedy Center, the National Symphony Orchestra opens its thrilling new season with two modern masters. Join the celebration as NSO Music Director John Andrea Nozeda leads a vibrant program featuring Grammy winner Daniil Trifonov, the most astounding pianist of our age, playing Rachmaninoff's magnificent Rhapsody on a theme of Paganini. Don't miss the NSO season opening concert, one night only. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. David Abramowitz, the chief technologist at Trend Micro Federal, says educating the workforce about cyber threats needs to start earlier and continue for their entire career. When employees in an organization see something that's very well crafted and it looks like it's about something they're interested in and there's a link, sometimes you're focused on somewhere else or you just don't have the education, they'll just go and click. What we've done at Trend Micro to help that because we want everyone to learn at an early age to be what we call, let's say, a good digital citizen. Starting that at a younger age and infusing that in and giving those lessons, I think, will work very well. Let Trend Micro Federal, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com slash innovation. Good morning, 708. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Jack Taylor in the WTOP Traffic Center. We had some demonstrators downtown. Uh, this was on uh, 14th Street up near New York Avenue in Northwest. They've been in the vicinity of G Street. They've kind of dispersed now walking northbound toward New York Avenue. G Street had been blocked between 13th and 14th. Just follow any police leads down there. You're going to find DC 295 slows Eastern Avenue toward East Capitol Street. Slow. I-295 north around Oxen Cove toward Laboratory Road. A little busier on the freeway leaving the 11th as you head over toward that 3rd Street Tunnel as well. All right, a couple issues out toward Frederick and Braddock Heights. Two vehicle fires, both put out. Eastbound 70 before Braddock Heights on the right shoulder. Westbound before Braddock Heights also moved over to the right shoulder. 270 South had been slow near the Monocacy. Through Urbana headed down toward 109. Then again, we'd had a little slow traffic moving through Germantown. Watch on 32 going north Howard County near 144. There was an earlier wreck. Caller said it was in the right lane. There was a crash in Bethesda. It was inbound on River Road before Little Falls Parkway. Last seen it had been blocking the far left lane. Now you will find we had a little slower traffic. Maryland Beltway Interloop approaching New Hampshire Avenue, exiting to go north on 295, hoping that something is there off the roadway, maybe grabbing some attention. Virginia, we'd had some slowing, 66 east in Centerville, then again near Nutley to the Beltway. Interloop, where heavy Braddock Road toward 236, off and on delays on 95 north. Dale City going into Newington, 395, a little delay in the Springfield interchange with a lot of brake lights, but it will remain heavy toward King Street, slowing again top end to across the 14th. The Capitol Home Show, September 23rd to the 25th at the Dulles Expo Center. For more information and discount tickets, go to CapitolHomeShow.com. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And our forecast here with Chad Merrill. Another fabulous day for those summer weather lovers today. Temperatures reaching the upper 80s, lots of sunshine, down to 72 tonight with increasing clouds. Around the showers, gusty winds, transition day for us on Thursday as a strong cold front pushes 
cruise through. Temperatures falling from 80s to the 70s with winds gusting to 35 miles an hour. Partly cloudy, breezy near 70 on Friday, upper 40s Friday night, lower 70s, plenty of sunshine on Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. At the moment, we have 57 degrees in Sterling, 66 at the wharf in D.C., and we're at 65 degrees here in Friendship Heights. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's now 7-11, and Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered more troops into Ukraine to continue its war there. The mobilization of reservists is the first since World War II, and it comes after recent battlefield losses for the Kremlin's forces. Putin made that announcement during a televised speech. And joining us live now on Skype to dig a little deeper is WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green. J.J., morning. What are the specifics of this mobilization? Yeah, good morning, Bruce and Joan. Basically, this mobilization according to several sources that I've spoken to and looking at it, it's a decree that's kind of vague. And it gives the defense ministry the option of mobilizing even more than 300,000 men. And that's according to their defense minister. So they could they could mobilize up to 300,000 or more. And the defense ministry will decide which men and what the quantities will be. Now, according to uh, a human rights advocate who has been trying to help Russian soldiers opposing the war to avoid this says basically they're going to draw up quotas and assign them to each Russian region and then the governors in those regions are going to be responsible for getting these people essentially into the pipeline for the uh, for the for the Russian military now Putin also made a nuclear threat again what have you learned about that well he accused the West again which is something he's done over and over again about uh, threatening to use nuclear weapons against Russia, uh, and, and there's no proof of that, uh, clearly. Um, and he said this, to those who allow themselves to make such statements about Russia, talking about what Russia's doing to Ukraine and, and in an unfavorable light he, he's referring to, he said, I would remind you that our country also has various means of destruction for some components more modern than those of NATO countries. And what he's referring to is their nuclear weapons. And he says, if their territorial integrity is threatened, they're going to use them. He said, quote, this is not a bluff. And what he's talking about in terms of territorial integrity is the territory that Ukraine's taking back from Russia, which they're trying to rush to do these referendums to stop them from taking. Joan and Bruce. All right. Thank you, J.J. Appreciate the update there. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green. If you own or operate a building or facility, or if you're a general contractor that is located or operates in the D.C. area, there is no doubt that it is important for you to have the best trained and most qualified people working for you. And it is a well-known fact that the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602 and the over 200 companies that we work for provide the highest level of HVAC, mechanical, and specialty piping services to the various customers we serve. So if you are in the need of hiring a company to install, retrofit, service, repair, or maintain your heating and air conditioning, refrigeration and cold storage, lab gas and medical gas systems, and the related equipment, components, and piping, the best choice for you is a company that employs the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602. For more information about the services we provide and for a list of companies you can hire, please visit steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. 
This Friday through Sunday, it's Marlowe Furniture's spectacular 72-hour power sale. The event you don't want to miss on Marlowe's finest selection of beautiful home furnishings. Save 50% off all stylish Marlowe living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, and more. Plus, decorate now and pay later with 60 months no interest financing. Bring your style to life. Shop the 72-hour power sale this weekend, Friday through Sunday, and save 50% off. Plus, 60 months no interest financing at Marlowe Furniture with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 7.15 over to Dave Johnson. Hey, listen, my friends, this night, this night, last night, or some night at Yankee Stadium, I think it was last <laughs> night, Yankee Stadium, it really was Aaron Judge Field of Dreams. Get a chance to play baseball at Yankee Stadium, you know, in a packed house, you know, on a first-place team. You know, that's what you dream about. But, you know, reality even better. The ninth inning, Yankees trailed the Pirates by four runs when Aaron Judge hit his 60th homer of the season. And on the screen is a picture of Aaron Judge superimposed over the babe. Is him right over the babe with number 60. Susan Bowman describing the moment on Yankees radio is, yes, Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs in 1927. Now, a quick curtain call for Aaron Judge because four batters later, Giancarlo Stanton? You kidding me? A walk-off Grand Slam? Giancarlo! Non si poscapalo! A Stantonian home run! A bullet line drive in the left field seats. What an inning. There was Stantonian. Uh, again, Aaron Judge, now one shot Roger Maris's American League record of 61 homers in a season set in 1961. Oh, by the way, Judge also leads the American League in batting average and RBI. Next half hour, what about that fan who caught the ball? He wasn't even planning to go to the game. Nationals 3-2 loss of Braves. Nationals struck out 14 times last night. The Orioles 5 out of a wild card after the loss of Tigers. Maury Wills has died at the age of 89. The legendary Dodgers shortstop was a three-sport star at Cardoza High School in D.C. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. Top stories we're following on WTOP. Russian President Vladimir Putin mobilizing reservist troops as Moscow loses ground on the battlefield in Ukraine. In a televised speech, Putin accused the West of using Ukraine to divide and destroy Russia. D.C. will spend $10 million creating an office of migrant services to provide food, shelter, and legal services to migrants bust into the district. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has declared a public emergency as busloads of migrants continue to come from Texas and Arizona. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. The number of Google searches for vasectomies skyrocketed this year after the Supreme Court's decision that overturned the right to an abortion. One doctor in that area says he's been seeing the results firsthand. I've seen patients in their early to mid-20s, and I've taken care of guys who are well into their 60s as well. Dr. Amin Harati, an assistant professor of urology at Johns Hopkins Hospital, says ever since the Supreme Court's decision, he's seen an 8% increase increase each month in vasectomy consults and procedures. We talk to them about what to expect during the procedure. As long as they check all the boxes and that they're a good candidate, then we'll bring them in for the procedure on a different date. He says the procedure only takes about 15 minutes but does carry some risks, as does any surgical procedure. Typically, he says a vasectomy is covered by insurance. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It's 718. 
Traffic and weather on the 8th. Jack Taylor in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thankfully now not a big issue, but we did have some activity in Maryland causing a bit of a slowdown as you rode 95 northbound from New Hampshire Avenue. The slowdown now back toward University Boulevard to go north on 95 where we had word of a broken down vehicle. Unclear if it hopefully has been moved out of the roadway. Now we had two vehicle fires both put out near Braddock Heights. 70 east before exit 49 on the right shoulder. 70 west also before exit 49. That's been put over on the right shoulder near milepost 50. Now the trouble in West Friendship in Howard County had been on 32 north before 70 near 144. There'd been a crash in the right lane. 270 itself will slow near the Monocacy into Urbana. Remains heavy toward 109. Then some slowing in Germantown toward Montgomery Village Avenue. It does remain very crowded going into Rockville. Some brake lights on the southbound spur. Pretty much its length getting onto the outer loop. River Road inbound before Little Falls Parkway and earlier wreck had been in the left lane. Better news, Branch Avenue North, as you approach the Beltway before 495, that earlier wreck cleared from the far right lane. Right now, we've got traffic alternating on 301 down to the nice Mac Middleton Bridge. I think we've got a broken down vehicle on the bridge. In Virginia, 66, slowed eastbound, leaving Centerville. Then it's just heavy near Nutley toward the Beltway. Some slowing interloop. Braddock right up toward 236. A lot of brake lights, 95 northbound. Dale City going toward Newington. Moving through the Springfield interchange with a delay. Then again, some slowing Duke toward King and to cross the inbound 14th Street Bridge. Now, it sounds like our demonstrators are downtown in Northwest, now stationary on 14th Street northbound near K Street. Let Dell Technologies, Kerasoft, and all their reseller partners support your agency's year-end IT needs with Kerasoft's federally focused 24-7 assistance. Learn more at countonkerasoft.com. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Chad Merrill, our temperatures this morning at least are pretty nice. Yeah, we have quite a range of temperatures depending on, on where you are. Some of the cooler valleys like uh, Dallas International in the low 50s, but at Reagan National it's in the mid 60s. Everybody's going to warm up today into the upper 80s with plenty of sunshine ahead of a cold front down to the low 70s overnight. Quick round of rain on Thursday. A strong front pushes through. Temperatures near 80 before lunch. And then for the evening commute, you'll walk outside and go, oh, it turned a lot cooler. This front's going to drive in some cooler temperatures and wind gust to 35 miles an hour. Partly cloudy near 70 on Friday. Upper 40s Friday night. Plenty of sunshine Saturday. Low 70s. Beautiful weekend to get out and enjoy any festivities and perhaps go to the Blue Ridge and see some leaves starting to turn. I'm sure this cool weather will do that. Again, 66, the warm spot at Reagan National, 63 at BWI Marshall, and Pleasant 57 at Dallas International. And we have 64 degrees here in Friendship Heights, brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. How many kids arrested for serious crimes in Prince George's County are repeat offenders? I'm John Doman. 721. Steelers, Browns, and no sweat. This is Dave Johnson. I'm talking about what's going on on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, by the Thursday night game between the Steelers and Browns. A no-sweat same-game parlay. What does that mean? You'll get free bets back if your Thursday night same-game parlay doesn't hit. And same-game parlays, it's a great way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. And listen, it doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. My same-game parlay for Thursday night, Najee Harris on the over on the rushing yards, Nick Chubb, the score touchdown anytime. And yeah, Steelers on the money line, I think they're going to get their second road win of the season. This is the time 
time. No sweat. Same game parlay for Thursday night. Just sign up with the promo code Dave Johnson if you don't already have an account. Remember that promo code Dave Johnson if you don't already have an account. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President of Virginia. Three or more legs. Minimum $1 bet required. Refund issues. Nominal free bets expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $5. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, agile, staying ahead of the market at every turn, and finding ways to do more with less. That's never been more important than it is right now. So for a limited time, Comcast Business is introducing Small Business Savings, a deal for companies across the country. When you call in now, you can get powerful internet for just $39 a month for 12 months. $39 a month with no annual contract and a money-back guarantee. All on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses with the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call and get started today. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Offer ends 921-22. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business 50 megabits per second internet customers only. Requires EcoBill and AutoPay. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. Call or go online for details. After promo, regular rates apply. This is WTOP News. 723 now. School leaders in Montgomery County are meeting today, bringing their ideas on how to update security measures at sporting events. It follows a massive brawl between Gaithersburg and Northwest High School football teams last Friday night. School Superintendent Monifa McKnight will hold the meeting at 2.30 this afternoon. Court records show a criminal complaint was filed against a Northwest High School football coach for misdemeanor second-degree assault. The school district has temporarily suspended foot football operations at both schools. Prince George's County recently announced a curfew for minors due to a spike in violent crimes among teens. County leaders are trying to figure out if it's the same teens committing crimes over and over again. Out of more than 200 juveniles arrested in Prince George's County this year, only around two dozen were kids police had arrested before. Which is approximately 10% of the overall juveniles who were charged. That state's attorney Aisha Braveboy at a county council committee hearing earlier this week. Carjacking and stolen car, uh, stolen orders, they kind of go hand in hand. Captain Michael Knoll with Prince George's County Police says carjackings have more than doubled compared to the same time last year. It's a big jump. But Braveboy says of the 58 arrests this year, all but one have either been successfully prosecuted or are pending. John Dome in WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55. Two bipartisan bills in Congress aim to lower the swipe fees retailers pay every time a customer makes a purchase with a credit card. These fees usually run between 1 and 3% of a transaction's final price, and stores often pass those costs on to consumers in the form of higher prices. Visa and MasterCard dominate more than 80% of the U.S. credit card market. Much talked about development around Nationals Park may be back on track. D.C.'s Department of Consumer Regulatory Affairs said it would issue a conditional certificate of occupancy through late 2023 to allow Nationals Park to remain in operation while its owner, Events D.C., files plans to complete retail development on its southeast corner of the South Capitol Street property. WTOP Steve Dresner, he reports a deadline was recently extended for that development. Money News brought to you by Compassion International. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. 
Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll preview President Biden's visit to the U.N. today, where he's expected to push for broader support of Ukraine. It's 726. At Amentum, we're fiercely committed to making the world safer, smarter, and cleaner for all. We do this by accelerating solutions in intelligence analysis, environmental services, clean energy, health systems, C5ISR engineering, and unmanned autonomous systems. Amentum applies proven expertise in enabling technologies and people to accelerate response to the unexpected, prepare for the future, and surpass expectations. Discover more about our innovative solutions and connect with us at Amentum.com.